Hey, it's Liz Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. This Wednesday on the site, we are releasing our 2020 NFL Draft Guide, where you can find all things draft-related leading up to the first round on April 23rd, including scouting reports on each prospect by Danny Kelly and much more. We'll be updating it regularly with new analysis that takes all the latest developments into account. You can check that out on Wednesday on theringer.com. All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. What a fun show we have today. Not an important show, I would say. It's not an important podcast. We're not going to cure the uh, flu or uh, figure out this impeachment process or anything like that, but it's going to be fun. We're going to go over our preliminary thoughts on the Super Bowl. Their props are out. It's not the Cheesecake Factory menu of props, but they're getting there. We're going to hit the Super Bowl MVP going to do a whole bunch of things. Take a ride on Captain Morgan's Riverboat Casino. We're going to do it all with my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal, what's up? What's going on, buddy? I have to say, and uh, heel producer Jim Cunningham running the board, thank you for uh, opening this up early. This is first thing Monday. I'm sorry, first thing Wednesday for us. Last night, I got caught. I was supposed to go to dinner. I'm going to tell this real quick. I was supposed to go to dinner with Sports Guy and uh, Joe House. And it's always, it's always fun. We just go crazy. We order off the menu. And then Simmons takes pictures of us and pretends to be eating, but he never really is. And I had to blow it off. I had to blow it off because my son had a wrestling meet. Now, this is not a tournament. This is a midweek meet against Redondo High School, the uh, school's rival. Um, starts at 5 o'clock, a little late, I thought. I thought the uh, varsity usually starts at 4, but all right, starts at 5. That's the way the kid's in. There are 11 varsity matches. Only one ended in a pinfall, so everything went the distance. Then they have the girls warm up. There's a full team of girls. There's another nine girl matches. And then my son on JV, uh, freshman, sophomore, there are another like 16 matches, and he is match number 16. So now it's now it's 9.30. The dinner is gone. Uh, everyone in the uh, arena, like people are losing their minds that this has taken so long, four and a half hours. 9.30, my son's up 7-4 with 20 seconds left. Sk- gives up a five-point move, parlay kid. Gets reversed and uh, holds on to the head. So now he's now he's like his shoulders are down. Five point move. Worse yet, far like it. Ten minutes to figure out what the score is. The referee was like eighty two years old, refereeing in his fifth hour of uh, of uh, of match play, and uh, couldn't figure it out. He has seven seven on the board. I know that it's nine seven. And you have these kids looking at the scoreboard for ten minutes. I'm not kidding. And finally, they put up nine seven. And he loses. Off. I know you've been through a million of these, far like kid, but four and a half hours. Yeah, that's that's uh, too long. Uh, at that point, they probably should have just made the matches. I, the, I, I'm guessing it was two, two, two. They probably just should have went one, one, one at that time. Gave everybody on and off the mats. But this is the life you've chosen, Sal. So um, <laughs> this is it. I didn't choose shit. I don't know what's going on here. I didn't even know. I didn't even like wrestling. I will say after the match, he's like, he's like, Dad, I'm sorry, I disappointed you. I'm like, Nah, just. Just let go of the head. Just know, you know, get you need time awareness. You need mad awareness. You were kind of close to out of bounds. He's better than I ever was already. But the point is, he's like, you know what? I really love wrestling. It's the best. So, so uh, yeah, well, that's you're right. good. We're screwed. I guess it's good. I guess it's good. Um, let me talk to you guys. Parley Kid, 
your best bet last week. Mahomes, most yards out of the four quarterbacks, most passing yeah. yards. Seemed easy. You're probably feeling good about it uh, entering the, the late game. Green Bay, San yeah. Francisco. What did he have, 296 or something? Yeah, it was 294 or something like that. And then, yeah. um, uh, honestly, Rodgers is sitting with like 50 yards at the half. So I, I chalked it up as a win. I'm like, oh, I won that one. Um, little did I know Rodgers, you know, I guess – little prevent defense uh, by the 49ers or Rodgers just getting hot. They had to throw the ball. They were down a lot. Threw for over 250 yards in the second half and uh, eked it out over Mahomes. So I was a loser. That was insane. That's really weird. So that's what's bad about that bet. You know, the most passing yards does not necessarily mean who's going to have the best performance, who's going right. to be on the most. It, and it certainly didn't. Um, you know, Rodgers kind of took them out of the game with two interceptions, and yet he's going to have the most passing yards. So that's what you right. have to be careful uh, with that, even though Mahomes, what do you have? 20, uh, one, 21 points at half. It really is. Is it 21, 17 or 24, 21? I don't know. It was 21, yeah, it was 17, something right? like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. All right, brother, Bri, you hit your best bet and it just keeps hitting and hitting and hitting under one and a half yards as the shortest touchdown in the game. Now you're, you're laying like minus 150 at this point with some of these because it just hits and hits and hits. So good job by you. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, now fifteen and one in conference championships in the last eight years, and then it's uh, forty and eight in divisional rounds and conference cha- championships. Wow. So we're gonna play it in the Super Bowl. It didn't hit last Super Bowl, but we'll uh, we'll play it again. It's it's been gold. So uh, let's do it. It's the only thing I've been hitting. So let's nice fifteen and one is even better than Harry's um, over in the hockey bets. His his favorite hockey <laughs> bets is a fifteen and one, right, Harry? I think you're. I don't know what you are yeah, there, but uh, anyway, Harry had a doozy. Now. Getting what closer is it? to 50%. 18 and 14, but slipping. 18 and 14, and it was uh it was 14 and one when you gave it out, right? So it's like, oh, for set last 17, <laughs> something like that. I Not quite, know. but it hasn't been it hasn't been hot, that's for sure. Well, you know what else wasn't hot? And uh and heel producer Jim Cunningham jumped on this with you. Your best bet, Conor McGregor fight over one and a half rounds against yeah. Cowboy Cerrone. Oh boy. I don't know how long <laughs> you thought the rounds were, but I had an inside 60 seconds. I know you didn't even watch, so it doesn't matter to you, right? I updated it on ESPN, right? I didn't watch. I didn't pay the 89 bucks for that crap. <laughs> no. You'd think you'd want to watch his best bet, though, right? You'd yeah, watch your watch best it. bet, Harry. Well, listen, I'm one and done with the UFC. That's it. I mean, 36 <laughs> for that, 36 years old. He's got to retire. You can't be allowed to fight like that uh, in the UFC if that's your game plan. Look, at 40 seconds? Saturday night, Hippity Dippity was a plus 800 underdog lasting longer on Saturday night than the fight. And I was proud of going about? over 40 seconds. Him in 40 seconds was horrendous. You think that was his game plan to go in there and get knocked out? He should have switched it up. They should have had something else. Uh, I think that he just uh, you don't allow the guy to just come at you and pound the shit out of you and let you fall to the ground. And then you get crushed even more without even doing anything. Yeah, that's it. All right, Harry, so, uh, Harry loses that bet. And then he's like, this is why the UFC sucks. You yeah, know, of course. <laughs> Yep. That's why it's great. But I like that he's like, I won't pay $84 for that crap. But he he leads everyone into that being his best. Hey, this is my best bet. Pay and watch it. I'm not going to watch it, but pay and watch it. And uh, <laughs> so you screwed people not only out of the bet, but out of their pay-per-view money. I would like I was, to see a class look, action I was also struggling to Harry. stay awake. I was struggling to stay awake. It, was, uh, it went so late. What are you talking about? You're on the West Coast. What was yeah, it? No, but still, it's past my bedtime. Yeah, 930. Are you kidding? Saturday. It's like a redondo wrestling meet. After after like hippity dippity, I'm done. <laughs> Heel producer Jim, you you uh, laid right into it. What you you saw something in Harry's bet? Yeah, it was great. 
a loss for Harry's a win for me. So that's always good. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> Another $2 million down the drain. All right, preliminary thoughts on the uh, Super Bowl line. Opens, boy, it opened right around KC minus two and a half, which was the hypothetical line for the AFC-NFC matchup. And they were taking into account that both favorites would win. So two and a half, and then it stayed at two and a half. And then right as it came down on the offshores, went all the way down to pick them in some shops. Um, right now I'm seeing one and a half, but mostly ones. Kansas City's still favorite. Uh, 54 and a half is the over under. I'm going to ask you guys if you think this is a fair line. I will give, I mean, there are just so many, so many props to hit on this. Uh, I mean, so many trends. Hey, if you believe it's all Pat Mahomes and nothing else matters, 11 touchdowns, no interceptions in the postseason career, three and one, obviously the loss against New England. Maybe that is all that matters, but. If you believe in defense, uh, here's a good one. San Francisco blitzed just 20% of the time this season, including playoffs. All five of Mahomes' interceptions this season have come when facing no blitz. So maybe, maybe they could disrupt the uh, magic that uh, Mahomes is putting forward. Uh, One more thing with the total. It's gone over five of the last seven Super Bowls. Last year, obviously, a snooze fest. Rams, Patriots, they couldn't get it going. But when the over-under is 50 or more points in the Super Bowl, the over has hit one out of six since 2000. So that's interesting. Average points per game is 38.7. Parlay Kid, what do you think? Fair? Kansas City minus one or should be higher? No, I think this is very fair, Sal. I think uh, if, this was, if this was an even uh, line, I'd be the same with it. I think uh, – both teams a little, you know, Kansas City a little bit more offensive. San Francisco a little bit more defensive. Kansas City runs the ball, uh, throws the ball. 49ers run the ball. It's a what, what a what a matchup. It couldn't be better. I think it's uh, I think that's a very very fair line. Um, I I I'd be rolling with the Chiefs though. That was I think right now. Mahomes is playing at such a high level, loving yeah. loving the way he's playing. Such a high level. Maybe the best football. He's ever played, and he's already played some great football. So he, he's uh, he's on his way to being an all-time great. For sure. Uh, definitely top player in the game, top two players in the game. Doesn't really matter. He's he's on fire right now. Runs the ball. I, I know that, like something he does better than anybody else. He does a lot of things great. He runs for a right-handed quarterback. He runs to <laughs> the left, left better than anybody. Cuts off that angle, and I think they have to respect, defensive has to respect that, Running left, he could still zip the ball 40 yards uh, throwing right-handed. So that's, yes. that's I think, why there's so much. I mean, he's over, what do you have, like, uh, like 140, 130 yards rushing in the last two games. Brother Bry, what do you think? Is this a fair number? Uh, yeah, I think it's fair. Um, I, I, you know, I thought San Francisco was the best team all year, um, and I kind of don't want to waver on that. I do think it's a fair line, though. I'm actually hoping, right now I kind of like San Francisco plus one and a half, but I'm really hoping – I think this line is going to – I think the public's going to bet Mahomes, right? And I feel like this line will get to two, two and a half. I'm hoping it does because I think I want to play San Francisco. I don't know. You guys can change my mind because I was all over Clemson too, and I feel like this KC team is so much like LSU, right, in that in that game. I mean, I feel like their offenses can't be stopped at this point in time. But if there's mm-hmm. any team that's going to stop him, it's going to be San Francisco. So I'm just hoping this line goes up. I think it will go up. Uh, so I'm going to wait to bet this line until probably next week. 
I think it will. I have friends and relatives asking me, hey, can I, should I take this at one or do you think it'll go up? I'm like, oh shit, I'm supposed to be the expert here. I, I have no idea. I really don't. I think it will go up, tick up to two, two and a half as we see more Mahomes highlights and, you know, we read more about it and people love the superior quarterback. Anyway, I was trying to figure out the last time the inferior quarterback was favored. Um, I don't even know. Was it 20 years? I don't even know of Ravens Giants, what you would even say about that. It was Collins and, and Del- I, I don't know. But that might be the last time the inferior quarterback was favored. This Mahomes being vastly superior, I think, to Jimmy G, although I don't think that'll be the storyline, still being only a one-point favorite is pretty amazing. Harry, this game is um, it's free, so are you going to watch it? You don't have to pay for this. Would you, <laughs> would you consider watching this game? Yeah, I think I'll watch it. I, you know, if, if Green Bay was in, I would think maybe I wouldn't watch it. But since San Francisco's in it, nah, I don't watch it. I think I agree with a little bit here with Brian too. Um, you can only keep Mahomes down for so long, obviously. But uh, both games, he's sort of taken off in the first quarter and still comes back huge. I, ultimately, the game, I think it's going to come down to if Jimmy G can make throws, make plays in third down situations late in the game. Uh, it's not like he couldn't do it during the regular season. He just hasn't had to do it. 4,000 yards in the season, 2-1 to one ratio, touchdowns to picks. Uh, San Francisco's running game, obviously, has been amazing. Uh, I think looks like they're going to get Coleman back, too. Looks like he's going to play. And they haven't had to even use their top-notch offensive weapons, Kittle and Sanders, in these two games. They're resting and they haven't had to do anything because of the defense. Fred Warner's all over the field, led the team in tackles. Uh, he leads the team in tackles in the playoffs. Bosa has three sacks. Um, Richard Sherman has two picks. This team's got it all, too, and they can score, and they can outmatch uh, uh, match up great with Kansas City. They, Kansas City, 5-3 and three versus playoff teams. San Francisco, 5-2 and two versus playoff teams. They've both gone 30-plus uh, nine times this season. They've both gone... Um, 40-plus three times a season. So uh, I think San Francisco can definitely hang here. I think they. I think I, right now I'm leaning towards the Niners. It's really tough because I think if they played 10 times, mm-hmm. I don't know, they split or one of them 6-4. I'd be surprised if one of them won 7 out of 10. So we're looking at one game. We're looking at, you know, both teams, if you look at their road records, consider this a road game for both, you know, even though there's not a hostile crowd. It's almost identical, their numbers, their numbers against the spread, everything. Chiefs are actually two points per game more, which actually ends up being the spread. I don't know what to think of this. I don't. I, I have a hard time thinking that Raheem Mostert is going to be the story of this game with everybody else, all the big names, but it really could come down to it. Mahomes, is, uh, Mahomes has been on fire, but um, maybe they hold him in check. This is a guy, he's like a two-quarterback, two-quarter quarterback, like, I think like Russell Wilson, you give him five quarters and he'll beat anybody. Um, Four quarters may be enough, as we see, but eventually he's going to come back. Mahomes likes to settle the score at the half. He's like, no, 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 I'm not going to let you. I don't care if I'm down 24 points uh, or uh, 17-7. I'm going to not let you have the lead at half and let you think about that. That's where my comeback's going to be in the second quarter. So it's really, really hard to bet against that. That said, let's go to the MVP odds. Uh, he is obviously the favorite at minus 110 to be MVP. Now, if you have the Chiefs trying to figure this out, Brother Bri, what are you going to pay? Minus 120 to win the game? I I don't see that Mahomes is uh, almost definitely going to win MVP if they win, but you can't say for sure that's the case. Julian Edelman won last year. Nine of the last 13 MVPs have been quarterbacks. Who are the odd guys out? Edelman, Malcolm Smith, Von Miller, I think Santonio Holmes falls in there but uh brother bry 
Is it Mahomes or is there value in somebody else? I like Jimmy G. I think you do well also. Yeah, I like Jimmy G. I mean, I wouldn't I, I think taking Mahomes here at minus one ten is a dumb bet. I mean, right. if you if you're gonna just take the just take the Chiefs then at minus one twenty, I, I think Mahomes in order for me to take Mahomes, I think he'd have to be at like what plus one twenty. There's really no value in there. Yeah. And then also if you look at the favorites in these Super Bowls, the the QB on the favorite team has only won the MVP four of the last 20 years. So I know there's been a lot of underdogs winning and covering, but I mean, those odds are are terrible. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I would just stay away from that. But yeah, Jimmy G, I, I mean, they're going to have to score, right? I mean, they, I know, you know, can they run the ball like they ran last week? Maybe. Um, but Jimmy G is going to have to throw a few touchdown passes to win this game. So at plus three twenty five for any quarterback, especially for a game that's pretty much even, uh, mm-hmm. I think is good. I think is good value. And and I would also, you know, there's maybe some defensive players too that I, I would maybe look at. But uh, plus three twenty five, I mean, you usually don't you don't usually don't see that for a game this close. Yeah, absolutely. And I should probably have listed the odds uh, ahead of time. But Mahomes minus one ten, Jimmy Garoppolo plus three twenty five, Mostert. Six to one, Kittle thirteen to one, Kelsey and Damian Williams fifteen to one right now. Tyreek Hill eighteen to Nick Bosa twenty, and then you get some uh, some of the long shots in there after that. But you're absolutely right. This is a pick'em game. If you could have the quarterback in a pick'em game, either one at plus three twenty five, even plus two fifty, that's a good move. Considering, like I said, nine out of the last thirteen winners uh, have been quarterbacks. And by the way, he's handsome as the day is long. Don't they want him up there? presenting that uh, accepting that trophy it's just good for the league good for ratings everything else what about you harry what do you think i'm going to take a little shot here i'm going to take san francisco's wide receiver debo samuel at 25 to 1 second round rookie from south carolina i checked up his numbers in college last year last year he had 882 yards receiving he had 800 plus yards this year he had almost a thousand uh for the entire season he has three receiving touchdowns he's got three rushing touchdowns he almost broke the big play in the game against green bay last week it would have been a 70 yard touchdown um to start the game that would that would have got them they scored eventually but that would have got, been the, the huge play of the game i think overall like you can he's caught he caught two of the six passes for grappa last week for 43 uh 46 yards he had 43 rushing part of the only guy who did much anything really had to on offense uh, last week i think this is a situation where if there's a trick play in this game uh double reverse he's going to be involved in this because he's got that like uh heinz ward sort of playing ability like he did against when when the steelers beat the seahawks i think it might be something like that something where they do a trick play he's involved because he can run and catch and he's been the most productive uh receiver for them uh so far in the playoffs yeah, oh man, you bring up that Debo Samuel plate where he lost his feet. It was about halfway through the first quarter. I think it was the 49ers second drive. Yeah, because they went three and out. Yeah, second drive. Time. I have big money second on drive. I have big money on Jimmy G to throw a touchdown pass. That's not asking a lot. Certainly not asking a lot for a team that put up 37 points. But Debo, like you said, he gets tripped up. He had, uh, all the way to the end zone if if uh, if he doesn't fall. I was like, all right. By the way, I would have been leading the I would have been leading the football contest, the first football first touchdown of the the contest that we have if Debo scores. Oh shit! I forgot to mention that. Yes, brother Bry is leading with that. Bry, who'd you have score for you? You you hit two both games. You had the first touchdown. Yeah, I had Henry in the first game. I had fifteen on Henry, and then I had ten on Mostert. So I I think I'm leading by like a hundred and five. I think over you, Uh, Darren had Henry too. So. 
uh, he had a bunch on him. So Darren's like right behind you. So, but anything right. can happen because Darren, you, you guys have more money left than I do in this in the Super Bowl. I think Darren's got the most, but uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll recap that next week along with a, a million props and whatever we're going on. But yes, I I, I imagine. Oh, and then after uh, after that, just rush, touchdown, rush, touchdown, rush, touchdown. Harry, I would say if you take Debo, you should probably take Jimmy G also, just because you know if you like a receiver you, to win MVP, you got to kind of like the quarterback. And if you're getting plus three twenty five, uh, Parlay Kid, what do you like? You're going on the other side of the uh, line defensively, right? Yeah, well, as you know, Sal, I already I put Mahomes in last week at plus one sixty. Right. Uh, to win the MVP. So I got Mahomes sitting at 160. I wouldn't touch anybody else on the Chiefs. If they win, he's winning the award. And at minus 110, you can't you can't even take it right now. You might as well just take the, the Chiefs to win if you think that. And so I'm going to say in order for uh, the 49ers to win this game, they're going to need a, uh, a standout defensive performance, maybe like a three-sack performance from Bosa, uh, maybe at 20 to 1, something like that, that could maybe get him the MVP. So uh, I'm leaning towards on the defensive side for San Francisco. Uh, you know, if they come out and limit KC to anywhere under, you know, 24 points uh, and, you know, it's a 27, 24 game. Bosa picks up three sacks, maybe causes a fumble. He'll be in the discussion. I think at 20 to one, I think those odds are pretty good, but I, Jimmy G two is also a good pick as well. So yeah. Von Miller. Uh, who else did I mentioned? Just wanted, Oh, uh, Malcolm, Malcolm Smith. Smith. Yeah. They could all do it. They they all did it. Bosa, obviously, everyone likes him. The writers seem to like him. There are people who vote on this kind of thing. Um, that wouldn't be bad if it's a, a low-scoring game. Nick Bosa for MVP. All right, let's uh, dive into the entertainment props. Now, I don't recommend that you, you can't really find a place to do these legal. This is fun to do with your friends, but there have been odds posted on some of these um, events. Uh, they have everything. The, the temperature at kickoff, 71 degrees. Locking in, and the crew will be down there um, all week in Miami. And then I think we do a Saturday game or a Saturday show, rather. So that'll be fun. Uh, boy, they have so many. Stuff. Will Antonio Brown tweet during the game? Yes. Minus 200. I don't know. I think a lot of that depends on if there's uh, what kind of connection he's getting in prison. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, th this guy is really just out of his mind. Will he have his freedom while he's watching the game is another thing. Uh, will Kiara Mia tweet about Jimmy G during the game. That is the porn star that he dated a couple years back. Yes, is minus 150. That'll be fun. And then, of course, you have like the anthem specials. Demi Lovato, 1 minute 59 seconds. The over is minus 250. I've seen minus 200 in some places. Uh, there's so many other things. First J-Lo song performed, Let's Get Loud and On the Floor, or the co-favorites at 3 to 1. First Shakira song performed. Um, whenever, wherever, five to two odds. That's the favorite. Will who will show cleavage during the performance? Both Shakira and J Lo. J Lo only. I mean, it's even odds for uh, for cleavage for both of them. Um, oh, will they mention or show the clip picture of Andy Reid competing in the punt pass and kick contest? I really hope they do. Yes, is two to one. That is great. I mean, he looks like a he looks like he does now. Um, competing with these 12 and 13 year olds. That's a, that's one of my favorite. And then of course they have the uh, Gatorade lime green. Yellow is the favorite 11 to four. I would think both teams with red would be the favorite at three to one. I don't think that's a, a bad pick right there, but Harry, what do you have? You're going, um, if we were to bet uh, some, some of these, what's the best. One? I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hit the national anthem here, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to go Demi Lovato under 
five and a half seconds saying the word brave. Oh, yeah. Uh, look, because I, I, I went with this last year when we, I, I did the uh, over under on it with uh, Gladys Knight. And uh, she used the word brave. A lot of controversy, chaos last year with this because she said the word brave twice. Um you know, I counted and, and, and you know, and, and doing it twice, some books paid it out. Some books didn't pay it out. There was a couple that actually paid both over and under, which is pretty nice of them because the second brave pushed it over. Um, the first brave, it would have been under by a second. So I'm going to go under five and a half seconds here with Lovato saying brave. I've, I've, I've noticed that she um, did the McGregor uh, Mayweather fight a couple of years ago. She sang the national anthem there. And I think, and I pulled it up and I taped it and it was, I got her to say, I, I timed her at 6.8 seconds saying brave. <laughs> and then also in the 2015 world series, the Mets and Royals, uh, I had her at 6.3 singing brave. So why is it five and a half? I think it's a shady number. They want you to go <laughs> over. They have it all over. People can see this. So I'm going to go the other way and I'm going to go under the five and a half seconds. Since both were in the sixes, I'm going to go reverse other way under five and a half on brave. All right, couple things here. The uh, the first is that you're out of your goddamn mind. I mean, what? what the, so she went the the two instances that they have recorded, she went over five and a half seconds. So you're going under because you think it's a fixed line, and somebody at these offshore accounts knows something. That that's that's the first crazy thing. The second thing is you're just yeah, yeah sure yep that's right. You're looking for trouble <laughs> if you bet this, if you book this, if you whatever you do with this bet, because whatever ends up happening is. They go, she starts brave, whoever it is, and then they shoot, they they cut to the fighter jets overhead. And that's that's too loud. That drowns out the rest of Brave. Mm. And then they come back to her and she's either done or still going. If she's done, you don't even know if you hit the five and a half. And then it ends up being like three days of, of worrying if, oh, did I hit it? The the books don't know how to grade this. It's a, it's it's a crazy thing, Harry, to to put uh put six point eight, anyway. six point three, and the unders under over is five and a half under. Yeah, but there was no fl- fighter jets in the Floyd Connor uh, fight overhead to, to disrupt her. Uh, like, I don't, I don't understand how you can compare. I will say this: the over one minute fifty nine seconds, Alicia Keys killed it two thirty five in Super Bowl forty seven. Since then, the longest has been Gaga two oh nine. Otherwise, they're all in the one forty one fifty range. Um, Last time Gladys was in Miami. Had, Carrie Underwood one forty seven. Yeah, Gladys Knight was one forty nine. So that's tough. That's a fun way. But this brave thing, it's insanity, Harry. Really, it's a new level of insanity. Parlay kid. Can't wait. You have a good one, too. Yeah. Wow. That was uh, <laughs> that was a lot of time on that, Harry. I, for that. Whoa. Good. We'll get to Harry in a little bit. A little My bit best more, impersonation of you, so, Darren. This, so <laughs> this, this real, I'll make it real quick here. Two things I like. Um, one of the props I saw showing a Chiefs clip from Super Bowl four. Uh, minus 300. Yes, they're almost certainly going to show us oh, a yeah. Chiefs clip from Super Bowl four. Uh, I would be shocked if they didn't. And even money over one and a half times that Mike Shanahan has shown. I could have sworn we got multiple shots uh, last game of him. Um, I, I would assume this is easily going over one and a half shots at even money. Uh, they're going to be on Mike Shanahan more than more than a couple times during this game. Uh, to see his reactions towards things, um, so let's let's take that one too. That's even money. So I like both those Chiefs clip from Super Bowl four minus three hundred, and Mike Shanahan over one and a half times uh, him being shown uh, even money. I love love them both.
They'll definitely show a Chiefs clip from Super Bowl four because, you know, the, the whole thing is NFL 100 this year and 100. They're very nostalgic with this. That was 50 years ago. Um, that ends yes. up being 50 years ago. Obviously, Super Bowl 54 where Super Bowl four uh, showing a clip there. Shanahan is interesting. They do this with Giselle when Tom Brady's playing. Well, they show Giselle. It's always one and a half. Um, Shanahan's good. You just have to figure out where he's going to sit. What if he's like a nervous father and just has to, you know, he to, I'm, I'm not sitting in the luxury box. I'm going to go by where, where the snacks are and, and no, no right. one touches that. It's just, uh, having access to him. But I think you're right. If he's, uh, if you could see him, they will throw a camera on him for sure. All right, brother Bry, what do you like? Uh, yeah, this is a little bit of a dumb one, but I like, uh, a rod at three to one to be shown during the halftime show. Like, <laughs> Over the last year, have you ever seen J-Lo without seeing A-Rod, right? They are always together. I'm pretty sure A-Rod was probably even in Hustlers, but it's a Fox game. I could easily, I'm just picturing already in my head, them just panning to the crowd and you see A-Rod there with like a half smile on his face dancing. So uh, I like those odds at three to one. I don't mind that either. Yeah. Why wouldn't they show him? And uh, and he's going to be aware that they're showing and he's got he's to do more than a half smile, I think. I think he's got to actually dance. That, that should be what kind of dancing props do you get for A-Rod? That'll be fun. All right, uh, Jim Cunningham, what do you like for this? Um, yeah, I, when I heard about the uh, cleavage bed, I was up all night doing research, and <laughs> I will say that I don't think either are going to be showing much cleavage at 41. Really? Mm-hmm. What, is it? Well, what, uh, what kind of research uh, yielded that uh, conclusion? Oh, I don't know. It just uh, it seemed interesting. It seemed like a good bet. So. <laughs> All right. All right. No cleavage from uh, Jim. You know, Harry showed a lot of cleavage when he weighed himself a few Super Bowls ago. Um, there were no odds on that. But... Yeah, I didn't sleep that night either when I saw that video clip. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the mailbag. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Actually, the email bag, I guess. Uh, yeah. Email us, CousinSalAgainstAllOdds at gmail.com if you have any Super Bowl-related questions, if you want to put yourself up for uh, entry into the Degenerate Gamblers Hall of Fame and Pahrump. This guy, Dan Bay, writes, uh, Hey, Sal, love the show. Locking in and your impression of Simmons. Bring back the voicemails. This email is partly to brag and partly for advice. I, under the influence of a Captain Morgan riverboat buzz, placed a six-unit wager on Kansas City to win the Super Bowl at 8-1 to one to start the season. I also placed one unit on San Francisco at 15 to one green Bay, 12 to one and Buffalo 22 to one throughout the season. Obviously two of those four coming to fruition. Uh, I never been in a position where I will win either way. And I'm curious if you'd hedge a bet on San Francisco at even odds to maximize return. If they end up victorious or just accept roughly one third of the payout. If San Francisco wins, thanks. Carry on. Hopefully see you in Pahrump sometime Dan in Montana. All right, well, you're off to a good start. Dan for Pahrump, but I will answer your question without answering it. I don't know the correct way to hedge any of these. I really think a lot of it has to do with your stage of life and what's going on around you. Like I can't, I need more information here. Uh, Are you a Chiefs fan? Are you a 49ers fan? Do you need the money? Could you use the money? How rich are you? How poor? Like if you're a hobo that comes across a ticket for <laughs> chiefs at eight to one odds, I would recommend you find someone to help you out with money to hedge that. If you have no money, I would say, yes, definitely hedge, get some money back. Um, if you're rich, if you're like our friend, Alex got millions and millions of dollars and has stands to win like $600 on the chiefs and is bothering us with texts about uh, how much you should hedge. I said, screw it. Just root for the team you picked. Right. But, Parlay kid, in general, 
you like to just cover your investment, right? I mean, you, you're the parlay kid. So you've come down to like three out of three and then you got one more. What do you do? Yeah, I'm, I'm a hedger, Sal. Um, I, I, I normally hedge. I, I just, I, if I can, I won't hedge much, but just so at least I don't lose any money. So I would hedge just enough that if I, I could still win a good amount, if, uh, you know, the team I have originally wins, but sometimes hedge just enough to at least say, well, I didn't lose any money on this. So I like to hedge. Brother Bry is the total opposite. He never hedges. That's right. Um, so he can he could certainly give you his take on that as well. But I like to come out with a little something, and uh, at least I could sleep at night then. All right. Brother Bry, speaking of sleep at night, our friend Alec, many, many, many millions of dollars, is losing sleep over his bet. What uh, aside from not giving him an answer, what do you, what do you, how do you think he should proceed? Um, yeah, well, that's six to one, right? So this guy got them at eight to one. Mm-hmm. Um, so he this guy stands to win, uh, you know, forty eight hundred, right, or fifteen hundred, one or the other. So uh, again, he could split this down the middle if he wants to win. You know, if he wants to win thirty three hundred, I mean, or thirty two hundred, by all means, do that. I again, I'm not. I'm not one like I I don't hedge on games. I, if anything, I double up on them. So like if you even if you're he's going to win something regardless. So um I I wouldn't I probably wouldn't touch it if but then again, it's probably no fun if you don't touch it, right? I right. Is it fun? I don't know. I I'd probably end up betting another side of it again. So I, I it's a weird one cuz usually you can hedge one way or the other, but this case he's winning regardless. So um yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. It, it, there's really no great answer in this one. Yeah, you can middle it if you want, but that to me, that's not fun. It's not fun. I, I don't know. I, I let it go. I, again, it, it a lot depends on what's going. It, it's like saying, "Hey, uh, I have a chance to take uh, Philip Lindsay next year. Where should I draft him in my in my fantasy drafts?" Like, well, I need more information. Is it a PPR league? Is it a keeper league? Um, you know, uh, how many running backs do you start? Is there a flex? But you need more information, Harry. Harry, you worked behind the counter before you were unceremoniously let go by the casinos and sports books. What do people think usually with hedging a bet like it's seven, eight to one or 13 to one? You know, when I worked in the books and whatever, people were just betting like <clears throat> where nobody would talk uh, about hedging or whatever. They just wouldn't have that. They, they would just be focused on who they had. And that's it. They wouldn't be hedging at all. Um, not really. really? Anyone come in even that had a lot of money based on, you know, if someone won down the road uh, or even later on that day. Not a lot of hedgers uh, in the in the casino books. But um, I will say Brian is great, though, just in terms of general, just just fires away when it comes to Vegas. You know, he could be up 2000 in blackjack in 10 minutes. Can't even tell if he won or lost when we won 2000 at roulette in three straight rolls. No reaction at all. Not even like, yeah, you know, just happens. Then he loses it to two grand blackjack an hour and a half later. doesn't care. It's just greatest. Right. All it's right. I don't know what that has to do with hedging. Is Brian doesn't Nothing. have a reaction Nothing. playing roulette. He's not how, a hedger. how are you supposed to hedge in roulette? Harry actually does hedge in roulette. He takes like 29 numbers out of 35. Right. But. Exactly. I was going <laughs> to yeah. say that's how he does it. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Mm. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Dan in Montana. I don't know if we uh, answered anything for you there. But just keep your bet. You're in good shape. You're in pretty good shape right there. Before we move on, let's take a quick break. 
FanDuel is the official sportsbook partner of The Ringer. FanDuel Sportsbook can't legally say the name of the football game coming up. Let's just say it's a big game, a gargantuan game. You might even say the game is superb. But while FanDuel can't legally say the name, you can legally bet on that game as long as you're in Indiana, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, or West Virginia. And to make the big game even bigger, FanDuel Sportsbook is letting all new users place their first bet risk-free. That means you can place any bet and get up to 500 bucks back in site credit if you don't win. You can use your risk-free bet on any big game bet you want, including spreads, money lines, teasers, and even same game parlays. And of course, FanDuel's also got a great selection of big game props. Harry, why don't you give these people a winner? Player to score the first touchdown of Super Bowl 54 between the Chiefs and the Niners will be on FanDuel. The winner at plus 750, Travis Kelsey, tight end of the Kansas City Chiefs. He had three touchdowns two weeks ago in an eight-minute span against the Texans. He had over 1,200 yards of the season for the Chiefs. He's a workhorse. He's going to be the man. First touchdown, FanDuel, plus 750. First touchdown of the game, Super Bowl 54, Travis Kelsey. To claim your risk-free first bet, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app from the iOS App Store or visit fanduel.com android and be sure to use the promo code ODDS so they know we sent you. That's promo code ODDS, O-D-D-S, to get your first bet risk-free on FanDuel Sportsbook. Must be 21 years or older, present in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, or Indiana. Site credit is non-withdrawable and expires 14 days after receipt. Terms and restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. That brings us to our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the degenerate trifecta and I set sail, tackling pretend propositions related to sports and pop culture events. Uh, I was talking to the captain the, uh, yesterday, and he's like, oh, Derek Jeter made the Hall of Fame. No, that's no surprise. I was like, well, that's a surprise to our friend Harry, who hates him, doesn't think he should have even been on the ballot. And the captain's like, no, that is asinine. And I said, Captain, that might be the least of Harry's asinine theories, um, really, as I went through them, <laughs> filed through them in my head. And he's like, well, maybe we should uh, put it up to the crew, let them bet on Harry's most asinine theory. So we did that. We put odds to it. Um, Jeter shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, two to one odds. Greatest Showman, Best Picture. I, I can't even take that song, uh, half that song, let alone voted Best Picture. Are you kidding me? Four to one odds. Andy Reid sucks. He calls him the big tomato. I think Harry outweighs him by like six or seven pounds, but he makes <laughs> no fun of this way. guy's uh, girth. Uh, 14 double digit wins seasons, but he doesn't think he's good. He sucks. Six to one. Orange being the best color. Orange, he wants the Harry's got orange pants. He probably has like four pair of orange pants. It's on only why is why is that Harry? Not just because of Syracuse, right? You just love the color orange. No, just because of Syracuse. Well, I love the color orange, but still, just because of Syracuse. Mm. By the way, Harry's phone line is totally the way I'm hearing. It's totally breaking up. Maybe that won't play when, when he's recording. Maybe that'll be different. I'll be wrong. I I lay three to one odds that that's not the case. But <laughs> let's see what happens. And you can bet the field five to two odds. Most asinine. Harry Theory. Polly Kid, start us off. Yeah, these are all good ones, Sal. I'm gonna this Jeter though one at two to one. Yeah. Is the most asinine of all this. Cause he's been going on and on about Jeter. This isn't just uh something that has come up 
recently. He's gone on about Jeter, uh, even yesterday in a text, referring to Jeter as Gigolo Jeter. Um, just right. as unkind as possible. How's Big Mike doing, by the way, Harry? Uh, so <laughs> Harry, Harry likes to go against the grain when it comes to all of this stuff, right? Um, so many of his opinions on, are based on like anywhere from like five to 18 year old Harry and kind of could be kind of could be like more boy slash girl, like some, some like masculine, some feminine. Uh, he likes to, he used to like the Quebec Nordiques because of the letter Q, right? Like stuff like that. Silly stuff like that. <laughs> you already brought up the color orange that he likes. Um, 13-year-old girl, Harry, uh, says Bon Jovi, likes Bon Jovi because he's hot. Stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> 16-year-old girl, Harry, hates Romo because he's jealous of Romo and 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 of what he's done in his career. But this Jeter stuff is the worst. We got text yesterday saying how many cheap hits he had during his career. Bloops, bunts, swinging bunts. Says he has over 500 hits. That should have been called errors. I mean, th these are takes. These are real takes of Harry's. These aren't made up. These are real things well, that he's yeah. convinced himself well, that has happened. He thinks he does not belong in the Hall of Fame. He, I, he's his new idol is the guy who didn't vote for Jeter, and he's dead serious about this. Yeah, this that's is a, so stupid, this is a, Harry. That's this really is, this is a terrible, terrible take. His worst of them all, by far. G it really might be Jeter is not in your estimation a top three shortstop of our generation. Like, what do you? What's your argument here? So everyone could uh, sink their teeth into definitely, this one. definitely not defensively. That's for sure. Five Gold Gloves. Let's hear it. Yeah, what's because he goes on the him? Yankees. That's why it's not because he was not that he was outstanding. No way. Plus, what's your case listen, for him I'm, not being in? Because listen, he's not an outstanding. Listen here, I'm going to make the case for all these real quick. The greatest showman. Two years down the road, two years down the road, Fridays, TGI Fridays is using that song in commercials two years down the road. So check mark on that. Andy Reid sucks. Andy Reid sucks. He, he gets passes left and right because he was a uh, uh, disciple of the Bill Walsh regime. He lost at home in championship games to Tampa and Carolina and lost at Arizona. Hasn't won the big game yet, so he hasn't won anything yet. And anybody can win. Anybody could win with Patrick Mahomes. Even Darren <laughs> could win as a coach if he had, Darren, if he had Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. And listen, real quick, the Jeter thing. Yeah, look, 3,400 hits. Take away 1400 for the cheapies and everything like that. The cheapies, the bloops, the swinging bunts, the bunts. If you take away the hits that, that were ruled hits when they really should have been errors, it's probably another 500 with four of them at Yankee Stadium. And this is a bonus fact that I gave you guys. A bonus fact is that the ones at Yankee Stadium that were close and could have went either way, 110% of the time were always ruled a hit because nobody was allowed to screw or mess with the captain. The captain is always right. Captain Gigolo Derek Jeter at your services, ladies. And nothing was said about him being a wow. male gigolo in the news when he was giving away memorabilia at $2,000, $3,000 a pop. Might as well have been a, been a, a male hooker. Wow. Wow, that's that's strong coming from you. I will And he's also I, I, and he's and he's also ruined the Mi the Miami Marlins. He totally sabotaged the organization to make the Yankees better. 
Well, I don't even know where to start with this. I mean, the Jeter thing is preposterous. Um, you know, you idolizing the one guy who should absolutely lose his vote. And by the way, it kills me to uh, to pump up any Yankee. Like I, I feel like a, a chromosome dies every time a Yankee makes makes a Hall of Fame for me. But whatever, Jeter deserves it. For his entire career, he had stud RBI machines batting behind him. The teams had to pitch to him, and they really couldn't work around him. So he got good pitches to hit too, instead of having to, uh, you know, having the pitchers work around him and try to get him out different mm-hmm. ways. Throw that in. The idea that you've watched every Yankee home game and saw every close hit that should have been an error or a hit is is uh, unfathomable. I, I mean, you you don't even watch your best bet, Conor McGregor, for a one and a half minute. I'm I'm supposed <laughs> to think that you've watched 600 Yankee games and seen all the we close saw calls plenty. of that. That's one thing. Uh, well, uh, because a song is playing at TGI Fridays is is uh, is evidence that it. I mean, I hear "Can't Buy Me Love" Guess on what? the oldie station a lot. Should that movie? Should Patrick the Dempsey from be Coco isn't. I don't understand what's going on here. Andy Reid did not have Patrick Mahomes his whole career. He had Alex Smith most of those years and put together 10, 11, 12 wins. I, I, I don't even know. Brother Brian, what, what's your, I, where, where, do you, where do you want to pick this apart? Where do you want to start? <laughs> so many things. I mean, it's funny with the, the Jeter stuff, considering Harry thinks like David Justice belongs in the Hall of Fame. So this is all funny. <laughs> but Harry is like, he is the Skip Bayless of our uh, text exchanges. Like just, we get one ridiculous statement per week, I would say. Uh, and then he just defends it regardless of if, if it's right or not. So um, yeah, I, I should go with the greatest showman because Harry will continuously send me uh, videos and songs and different times of him listening to The Greatest Showman, but I don't even have anything to compare it to. I don't know soundtracks of movies really so well. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll stick with Jeter with you guys because he exaggerates everything with Jeter. Uh, you already heard him exaggerate everything, but yesterday he was claiming 60% of Jeter's hits were at home when when he has more hits on the road, which he easily could have looked up. He didn't even want to try right. looking that up before he sent <laughs> that. That has text. nothing to do with what um, I said. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable yeah there's just so but, much uh yeah i think he forgets yeah if, if you just even just looking at jeter's postseason stats i mean he has like 70 more postseason hits than the next the next guy i mean i know it's a yeah, lot because of he never was still, on a bad team they were all <laughs> yeah, errors but, though he forgets right. that part of the reason they were a great team was because of him so uh, right yeah right all <laughs> right jim where do you want to what do you want to attack this you have not known Harry as long as we have, but uh, you have a lot to choose from here. Yeah, I know. There is a lot to choose from. And I was going to say something about Daughtry or maybe Tate. Mm-hmm. Just crap on Tate for no reason because Harry likes him more. But um, <laughs> after hearing that rant, uh, I think Harry is just obsessed with Derek Jeter. He might be in love with him yeah. or something. It's really disturbing. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. crazy. Is that it, Harry? Are you in love with Derek Jeter? You could admit it. I wouldn't say I'm in love with him. I'd say I'm jealous of him because he gets everything, (laughs) everything handed to him and he doesn't deserve it. And he deserved to get in trouble for giving out memorabilia to women to have sex with them. And nothing happened. (laughs) Harry, you're making that up. A and B. Eli Manning. That was true. Your idol, Eli Manning, signed game worn at memorabilia. That wasn't even in game. What are you talking about? That's not where you want to throw your darts, Harry. He wasn't giving them to women for sex. All right, that's just made up. That's, what the, I, that's honestly. Not, I hope you get. Up. I hope you get arrested for slander because I, you're not even saying that with a sense of uh, irony. Uh, I will say this uh, I, uh, again: so much, so much to choose from. Sonic shakes being the best. He likes these t- stupid Sonic shakes with freaking gummy worms in them. Ugh. Awful, awful shit. So much great Nerds. stuff out there. Shake Jack uh, asked uh, Parley Kid Son Michael. We had a nice in and out shake. 
Uh, it's so much better than uh, than Sonic shakes out. Even friendlies, neighborhood friendlies we have in Long Island. Uh, a bevy of uh, choices there. Harry likes his gummy bear crap. Go ahead, Harry. Defend your Sonic shakes. Not gummy bear with nerds in them. Nerds. Oh, nerds. Okay. Even better. <laughs> All right, Harry, should I ask you to weigh in? I mean, normally everyone in the trifecta said, what, what do you think is your most asinine theory? Jeter. Listen, I don't think any of them are asinine except maybe maybe the orange because everyone's entitled to their favorite color. So I'm not going to I'm not going to rip people on that. <laughs> but years old. as far as the greatest showman, Jeter, Andy Reid, Andy Reid, win, win a champion, win this, win this, win uh, the Super Bowl. OK, win this one. And then you're <laughs> okay. in. You get in. You'll get in the Hall of Fame because you won your Super Bowl. But you don't win this with Patrick Mahomes. And you've had all these other great teams with Philly and great players and you don't get it done. And you didn't beat Tampa Bay at home when the game was at 32 degrees. And everyone said how Tampa Bay never beat anybody in the freezing temperatures and Tampa Bay went into Philly and won. Same thing with Carolina with Jack, Jake Delhomme as your quarterback. And then in Arizona, you lose to Arizona in the championship game when nobody gave Arizona a chance in the playoffs those years. Those are bad. Those are terrible losses. And nobody rips him for that. People need to, deserve, if he doesn't win this, he needs to get ripped again. A lot of people rip him for that. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, Andy Reid. I don't have, think so. Uh, Everyone enough. loves him in the media. Everybody loves him. I'm not sure about Tell that. me one guy um, who thinks Andy Reid stinks other than me. Well, uh, you know, Andy Reid, if you weren't, you know, if you didn't have incentive enough to win the Super Bowl, now you'll be seen as a real coach in Harry's eyes. So go, go do it. <laughs> go do your thing. I, I think I'm rooting for the Chiefs now. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who doesn't wear orange. I love orange as his favorite color. No one has an orange car. No one de decorates their house in orange. It's terrible. It's probably the worst color of all. And Harry, just because he he grew up 40 miles from Syracuse, has to make orange his favorite color. He is like a six-year-old parlay kid. You're right. And looks yeah. like the mascot. All right. That's another week of Captain Morgan's make-believe Riverboat Casino. <laughs> I think the boat just sank. No matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. Uh, Brother Bry, what do you got for us? Um, yeah, I'm at the Brother Bry. Uh, this weekend we have uh we have UFC, so we have uh Curtis Blades versus Junior Dos Santos. Um, I like I think Dos Santos is like a two to one underdog here, so uh, I kind of like him in this matchup. Uh, so I'd put a little bit on that. Blades is funny because. In some of these fights, like he gets hurt, like I feel like in every one of his fights, he gets hurt early. It's just a matter of if he can get out of it and then just wrestle his way out of it. Um, but uh, I think, I don't know, two to one odds for Dos Anjos, I, I really like. But uh, yeah, it's it's a down weekend. I'll be um, at a lot of kids sports. So um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess there you what go. do we have? And you're at, you have? The, at the Brother Bry. And uh, yeah, boy, I took uh, I took blades on uh, Lock It In. I, uh, you know, it's it's. Dos Santos has great takedown defense, but Blades hits like 80% of his shots too and then does his yeah. job yeah, on, I just, the, on the I, ground. I, I, yeah, I mean, if I was parlaying that, I mean, that's fine. I'm assuming you parlayed I that I parlayed it with Montel Jackson to beat yeah, uh, Philippe Galaris. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. I, I, it's just I wouldn't, like, I would just wouldn't bet this, like, a right. single uh, the minus 250 with, you know. But uh, right. Dos Santos, yeah. It's, it's there you go. Uh, parlay kid, what do you have? I'm at the Chalk Talker, Sal. Uh, just, yeah, got uh, high school sports going on right now. Uh, teams are slumping a little bit. Uh, but uh, that's sometimes the way sports is, Sal, uh, as you're finding out, right? So uh, <laughs> I guess at least wrestling's it. indoors, but 35 uh, yeah. matches on a, on a Tuesday night is rough. That's brutal. That's brutal. Next time, just suggest 1-1-1 or getting an extra mat out there to 
speed things up a little bit. That's not really yeah. fair to the parents and, and stuff like that that are that are there supporting their kids. But good job by you for uh, being there for your son and uh, watching him wrestle. I always think I personally think that's very important. It's not especially wrestling. It's not easy for a kid to go out there and that's uh, it takes yeah. a special kid to be able to do that. So absolutely uh, good job by Archie too. Win or lose, good job. We'll get better and better every match. Um, that's about it. So nothing much other than that. It's going to be a slow sports uh, week, I think, uh, ahead of us. But uh, have fun! Have fun in Miami yourself while you're down there. Yeah, we're going to be and, doing. Uh, uh, be well, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. We'll do our big prop, uh, prop of Palooza, middle of next week. We'll figure out the timing for that if the sports guy's involved or not. Um, what do you got, Harry? To check out my sports gambling radio show, the Best Bet Corner at bestbetcorner.com. Wherever you you're, you can uh, get your podcasts from, check out my uh, Super Bowl and Oscar articles on oddshark.com this week. And on Saturday, guys, Saturday morning, uh, with a girlfriend and her parents that are coming to town, I am mm. supposed to be going on a hot air balloon ride Whoa. with them <laughs> at 6 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Um, the 6 o'clock in the morning doesn't even bother me so much, but I don't know if I want to do this. I've been back and forth with her about doing this. I mean, and not to mention it's free and I'm very frugal. Uh, I'm very frugal. Yes. But when a hot air balloon ride is free, uh, I'm a little scared of that. And I don't know if I should go. Well, why don't you tip the guy a hundred <laughs> bucks? Maybe you'll feel better. <laughs> is it orange? Is the balloon orange? <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> I don't know if it's orange. I have no clue about it as of right now. All right. Would you guys would you guys be scared riding in a hot air balloon with her? I don't like, like that. His, his weight? I don't know. It just the, I, I, the I, weight I would... factor. Listen, she tells me twenty people can fit in this, and the weight factor does uh, has uh, crossed my mind. Yeah, twenty. Oh man, twenty. Wow. Can at you least lose with 52 your pounds by Saturday? She first told me, she, and she first told me it goes up, and you come right back down. I said, ah. Then last night she tells me it, that's not the case. It goes around. I, yeah, I don't even Harry. think I don't even think this one goes up, to be honest. Now that, <laughs> duh. The way you just that gets the big me. duh. Right, I mean, I'm I, sorry. I think I, I think there. I would have a little bit of a fear because of my height, because I'm, I'm I, the basket would be like at my waist, whereas at least Harry's like under his head's like underneath the basket. So he right. doesn't have like, right. you know, he'd have to be on his tippy toes to look out to see anything. Yeah, you so. want your hips underneath the top of the the lid of the basket, right? That that's that's the key. Just like on the excellent point, or else. excellent point. Yes, I right. remember. Uh, Jim Cunningham, what do you have to say about Harry's hot air balloon ride and uh, anything you have coming up? It sounds fun. Six a.m. hot air balloon, and then he's going to be on the six p.m. news after whatever the hell goes on. <laughs> um, and you can find me on Twitter at Jim Cunningham, and the eyes are ones. And to the guy who was trying to get into the Degenerate Hall of Fame, my Venmo is at this Jim Cunningham. My votes can be bought, <laughs> and that Venmo is at this Jim Cunningham. That goes to your friend Alec too. <laughs> there you go. Wow, they well, just just like that. They put odds up on a minus fifteen hundred that the balloon uh, actually gets off the ground. I can't believe it, but I don't know. All right, I'm rooting for you, Harry. I don't think I don't know Thanks. if it's gonna happen. Uh, all right, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds with Cousin Sal. See me on Locking In on FS1, 4.30 to 5.30 Eastern. Jimmy Kimmel Live, 11.35 tonight and every weeknight on ABC. Tune in next week for our Super Bowl Propapalooza, and that's that for the Degenerate Trifecta and heel producer Jim Cunningham. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na,